There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Country music star Phil Vassar performs live at the Birchmere in Alexandria, Virginia on Friday, October 20th. We caught up to discuss his journey from growing up in Virginia to writing hits for other country artists before landing his own chart-topping hits like Six Pack Summer, Just Another Day in Paradise, and In a Real Love. Hey, Phil Vassar, hey, thanks so much for joining us on WTOP in D.C. Good morning. It's great to see you, my brother. How are you doing? We're we're doing all right up here. We're doing all right. Uh, we wanted to talk because you're coming to the Birchmere in Alexandria, Virginia, on October twentieth, and uh, and that's a that's a bit of a homecoming for you too, right? Didn't you grow up in in Lynchburg, Virginia? It it is. I'm from I'm from the Berg, and then uh, I went to James Madison, of course, and then and we, uh, you know, I I love the Birchmere. It's one of my favorite places to play, man. It's it's very 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 um quaint and it's it's just a i mean people i love it i love i can see a lot of my friends there a bunch of my fraternity brothers are coming and and uh they were here at the show last night and uh it's just gonna be great i'm excited about being being back in virginia absolutely and i want we can go into virginia roots a little more in a second but you mentioned (laughs) something real quick the the show last night you said you had a huge show for a country legend last night in nashville tell us about it it was Ronnie Millsap's last Nashville show. So we, uh, I mean, Kelly Clarkson and Keith Urban and Luke Bryan. I mean, we had a great time. We had, it was uh, 25 artists. <laughs> so we <laughs> so we had just a great time honoring Ronnie Millsap, who was, of course, one of my heroes since I'm a piano player. Oh He's just, uh, he is just one of my, uh, one of my heroes. I mean, him and Billy Joel, Elton John, and Hornsby, I mean, you know, yeah. I just, uh, it was, it was almost surreal in a way, you know, like, uh, we would, we got up at the end of the night and we all sang together and Los Lonely Boys were with us and we had, we had a great time. Oh, it was amazing. I mean, was, <laughs> everyone, I mean, Smoky Mountain Rain is, is like an all time classic, <laughs> but, but it's, but it's not just that. I mean, there's so much, I wouldn't have missed it. Uh, it was it was almost like a song that one that I mean there's so oh, wh- yeah. which one did you do? I did a song called Happy Birthday Happy Happy Birthday Baby that was uh it was kind of on that fifties record he did it was really really cool and uh, I've never sung that song before so they asked me if I would do that and I said well sure and and of course I remember it from you know being you know being a kid but but it was just uh, it was so much fun I mean it was great to see Tracy Lawrence and. Terry Clark and Trace Atkins and, and I mean it was just uh it was all of us together and you know honoring one of our heroes and and it was it was a lot of fun. That's so cool. That's so cool. Well, uh back to the you know growing up and you mentioned growing up in Virginia. 
Um, we have to talk about the freaking Orioles. And and I don't know, by the way, I don't know if this interview will air before the or after the uh the the ALDS. They've uh, they've just had a great year, man. It's just, you know, you know, you always I don't know. You, you, I don't know how to act, you know, right right now, because, you know, <laughs> you just you don't want to get too much hope. You get your hopes up too much. But I I, I, uh, I just think they have a great team. They, they're just clicking, man. And I hope they just rip through the whole deal. And, oh, uh, yeah. A great young, that, te- a great young team too, you know, Gunner and, Abby and all the rest. It's, it's just a great young squad. Like they built it the right way, you know? Yes. And it's, it's fabulous, man. I'm, I'm having a great time. And, and it's funny, I've already gotten calls this morning about, you know, one of my Phillies buddies called me and, and, uh, he said, yeah, man, your orders are good. And anyway, it's, it's, <laughs> I just love this time of year. It's fun. Oh yeah, you know the whole hunt for October and and you know the 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 baseball <laughs> games in the fall. It's it's the best time of the year. But but us O's fans are kind of starved for it because you know it's it's usually we're like okay, what the Red Sox and Yankees are on again. But like for us, gosh, the last time was almost I was at the the ALDS Latin, like, ten years ago when they do you remember Delman Young with that big hit? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. lost oh, yeah. lost to the. I was there uh, in the stands and and we were we were up in the in the left field bleachers and he hit it right towards us and so I watched the relay to the. Play like on a straight line but gosh before that what was it 97 with against cleveland and then the jeffrey mayor yankees was right the year before that and so yeah but it's been my point is it's been a while since we've gotten that far forever it's been forever i guess were you a brooks robinson guy rest in peace always brooks yeah brooks and i mean i got to meet all these guys you know of course his kids and palmer and um andy etcher way way back you know was played for my local team you know he was uh he he played for Lynchburg and and oh. uh, and the and the the single A team you know worked his way up and and it's uh you know it's just uh I, I love this time of year I mean there's something about the baseball playoffs man it just gets you gets you riled up I just love it I'm with you it's amazing well whenever I have someone you know a big star like you and I always love to remind people of your your backstory and you kind of already mentioned it a little bit um you know when you you said you went to JMU in Virginia or right down the road from our station actually it's not that far um and you said you said you admired you know uh you know all the piano men you know the <laughs> Billy Joel and Elton John and all those Ronnie Millsaps so is yeah. that isn't that sort of how you started weren't you playing in piano sort of around the JMU area I was I mean I, I... You know, I ran track at James Madison. And that's that's why I went to school. And then, you know, I just I fell in love with the piano as a kid, man. And I just I just loved it. And I never really took lessons. You know, I just learned how to play. And and um, and I listened to a lot of Billy Joel, a lot of Elton John, you know, and, and of course, a lot of Hornsby. When he came out with that record, that first record, I just just blew my mind. Of course, he's such a virtuoso guy. Yeah. I mean, I'm a meat and potatoes compared to guys like that. But I love <laughs> I love the piano and I loved the Commodores. I loved Lionel Richie. And that was my first song I ever learned how to play. It was easy, like Sunday morning. Oh, wow. And I just, um, so I just, I decided this year that we would do a, a Hits and Heroes tour. So, I mean, I've, I've had, I've been really lucky and had a great amount of hits and number one songs. And, but I wanted to do those and, and throw in some of my heroes songs, like the Elton John songs and yeah. the Billy Joel. And, it's been so much fun. What Elton and Billy Joel songs slip into the set list, if you don't mind me asking, because those are all those are all time. Those are goats to me. Oh my gosh! I mean, just learned uh, the first one of the first songs was you know Rocket Man. Yeah. That was my that was my first one. Um, you know, of course, Piano Man and 
all the Billy Joel stuff. And I just, uh, I probably know them better than I know my own songs. <laughs> no. Well, that's funny you're saying songs versus your own songs because you have a lot of your own songs that you wrote for other artists because you moved after the JMU stuff. You moved to Nashville and you really started making some inroads in the industry, writing songs for other artists before, you know, you got your you know shot in front of everything. Um, but yeah. I want to remind some people, I mean, it's like all timer stuff that a lot of us grew up listening to. Colin Ray's. Little Red Rodeo, uh, Jody Messina's Bye Bye and I'm All Right, Tim McGraw's My Next 30 Years, and for a little while, Kenny Chesney's For the First Time, Alan Jackson's yeah. Right on the Money. There's like It's like all the great all the great songs of the 90s I feel like you had a hand in. It was a great time. And I guess they named you ASCAP Songwriter of the Year in 99 after all that. So, like, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, what, what memories of working with, you know, at that period of your life, you know, where you're behind the scenes and you're, and you're seeing, like, you know, the Tim McGraws and the Kennys and Alan and everyone just taking off Jody like every and, and you're like wow I wrote that <laughs> yeah it was it was a pretty amazing time and of course we all came to town about the same time I sort of met Garth I met him and Alan and all these guys we were all trying to get deals and of course they got their deals it was kind of a more country thing going on and and, and being a piano player they were always like well you're a piano player that'll never work I said well Millsap <laughs> yeah. my name Millsap said 40 number one songs yeah. and um Ray so Charles Ray Charles, he had I mean, country hits. I, he sure did, and, and that and that was some of my favorite first first ever, you know, songs that I ever learned how to play and and uh, listen to. You know, my dad turned me on to Ray Charles, and yeah. it was like, forget it, man. I loved, yeah. I can't stop loving you. All yeah. these songs, and it was just such a great. I mean, it was a it was an exciting time. You know, of course, things are different. Things change as artists. We always like. What are, what are they doing? You know, but <laughs> but it's but it's fun, and you know we still get to play music, and I love it. I love what yeah, I do. Absolutely. Well, I'd love to um what go into some of the songs folks might hear if they come out to the Birchmere, and what and I you know I've seen you live, and that's one I wanted to mention all the songs you wrote for other people because. You know, we come out to the concerts to hear all your hits, but then I always think it's fun to like look out of the corner of my eye and the people that don't know the songs you wrote for other people. I'm like, wait a minute, that's his, and then you sing them at your shows. I always love, I always love that. Um, well, I, let's it's go into cool. let's, it's really cool. So let's go into some of the ones you know that they're gonna hear that you know that once you started doing you know your as you became the 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 face of your of your of your own destiny here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that first uh, Phil Vassar, the self titled album in 2002. Um. Carlene, you know, ooh, my, my, I mean, that was a great one. Six pack yeah. summer. That's when I love you. I mean, there's so many good ones, but we have to talk. Uh, the soundbite I have to get from you is just another day in paradise. That's arguably right. the biggest career hit. How did that one come to you? Were, were you just going around the house and you're like, just another day. That's funny. It's so funny. One of my buddies goes, man, would you just write about your day that day? I was like, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what kids screaming, phones ringing, you know, it was, it was just one thing after the next. It was real rapid fire like that, and we just it down. And and um, and that was a that was one of those songs that just kind of you know catapulted me into into the business really. And you know uh, all the other songs. You know, Carlene was a great intro, but yeah. when we had um, when we had Paradise, that went to number one right away, and it was just a big hit. And you know, so you know you don't write those every day, but you just. Uh, but I'm just lucky I did that day, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And Six Pack Summer is a great party song, probably good for concerts. And that's oh, what we love you is a good, you know, romantic one. So that that album just had it had it all. It had it all. 
Um, all right, and then the second one, American Child, of course, in 2002, and the title track was big. I'm, I mean, I'm guessing, I'll ask you, but I'm guessing that was, you know, right, it was because of right after 9-11, you had Brooks and Dunn doing Only in America, yeah. what everyone was doing. Toby Keith had his songs, Aaron Tippin had his, you know, everyone had the patriotic songs coming out. But yeah, was was that sort of your 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 spin on doing a post-9-11 song? It was. It was kind of, you know, our homage to, to that. And, uh, you know, you just... Um, you know, that's one that came out. We, we played, um, at the towers right before all that happened. Mm. Uh, we, we were doing concerts every Friday in, in the square, right up, uh, they were setting up, you know, right at the foot of the towers and we, wow. we just missed it. I mean, it was just amazing how, you know, all that, that happened. And when I think back, I just go, wow, that was just you talk about a close call. I mean, it could have been, we could have been right in the middle of that and we it it's just really really uh, that song came out of that i mean we just kept thinking about you know my my grandfather was in world war ii and um all these folks you know my friends um had grandfathers die in in the war and so i mean it was a really kind of a it was an homage to those guys and and it was uh it was just a cool song, you know, it was, a, and it was kind of a waltz. It's a, it was a, a six, eight time thing. And, and usually those songs don't do very well, but it did, it did pretty well. Yeah. Then do you mind real quick? Do you mind me asking what your grandfather in the, in the war, do you, was it European theater Pacific? Do you remember? Yeah, we're still, we're still trying to get all the details of all that stuff, yeah. but I know he did die in France. Oh, wow. That's where he was. But, um, but he, uh, it, it's a, um, it's pretty cool to go back. And of course, you know, back then they didn't talk about it as much, you know, you know, like what happened, this and that. And it was yeah. always, uh, you know, now you, you, you know, you talk about everything, you know, but they, uh, you know, but, you know, a young, young man, you know, he was, he was young. And, just kids, and, kids sent over there to storm those beaches. It's crazy. I know it was, it was just crazy. And, uh, you know, I had friends that, you know, my buddies, Grandfather died on in you know D Day on on the beach mm. in, in Normandy. You know. Yeah, it, it's uh it's pretty crazy. You know when yeah. you think about that stuff. Absolutely, greatest generation in, indeed. And uh, oh man, but yeah, but American Child and right after nine eleven and then you just sort of, I don't know, those songs just were cathartic. Oh God, I didn't even mention Alan Jackson. Where were you when the world stopped turning? Of course, I mean that's yeah. like V one. Uh, how did I forget yeah. that? But um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was just all those songs and, and American Child, one of them. It just sort of was like a catharsis for uh, the whole. I don't think we've ever still. We think we're still sort of emotionally dealing with that. Like I don't know. Like every year yeah. these anniversaries come. It's what it's been twenty two years now. But if you close your eyes, it still feels like yesterday to me. Anyone that watched it happen, it feels like yesterday. We all watched it on TV. It was, ah. it was so bizarre for something like that to happen and. And, uh, you know, it, it really sticks with you, you know, you think, you know, you, you, you're still dealing with it every day, I guess, you know, you know, when you, when it's brought up, you know, you talk about it and you go, oh man, it's, it's just, it's still weird to think about it, you know. Every time you go through an airport security thing, uh, the world changed on a dime. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But, uh, all right, I don't know how I'm supposed to segue from something as heavy to 9-11 from, <laughs> to the Hot Tub song. I can't do it, but we're... <laughs> But thank you for American Child, and we'll just segue that way. Uh, third album, Shaken Not Stirred, in 2004. Yeah. Um, tell me about, uh, I'll take that as a yes, the hot tub song. You know, a little hug leads to a foot rub, then a hot tub. It's uh, <laughs> well, There was a song that came out a couple years ago that kind of did that beer on ice and a, something about a truck by Kip Moore. That's the song. Yeah, 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 Kip, yeah. That builds. We were talking. Okay. Anyway. That's every but, uh, song, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, I I wanted to credit you with sort of uh, inventing that idea of how one sort of leads to another. Yeah, but how that's how the hot tub song come? Yeah, it, you know what? It was a uh, that that's just a fun song. I mean that that was like a a um, you know beer on ice kind of song. It was you know, but it we were talking about a freaking hot tub and and it just all came up and that song came out of that and it was so fun. It was fun. We laughed and we didn't really take it seriously, but but yeah. people really liked it. So it was a big hit. But <laughs> I was gonna say that same album had in a real love, which so you know, you can show you do the party side, but then in a real love is like some real serious stuff, you know, a little bit right. of live, a little bit of learn, little what was it, a little bit of fuss, a little bit of fight, making up all night, and then one day you wake up in a real love. You knew my lyrics better than me. That's good. I'm I'm, I'm liking this. this They're rattling good. around in the brain somewhere from years ago. But <laughs> but I always loved that song because it's sort of like, you know, you think you have it all figured out as young lovers in the beginning of the song, but then the whole chorus is like, you know, you know, you you put in the work and it's ups and downs and it's hard. But then one day you wake up and you're in an actual love. Is that sort of what the Yeah, it is, man. It just, uh, and that was, a, you know, we were talking about high school and, and um, you know, all those things, you know, you grow up and, and all the stuff you go through and, man, having kids. And it's a, uh, it's such a journey, you know, it's part of the whole thing. And, and the process of, you know, putting that song together was just a lot of fun, you know. And, and um, it usually kind of starts with a little, you know, a groove or a hook or something like that. And you start just kind of rattling off these lyrics and, and uh, it's almost like a rap, you know, it's just, yeah. but it doesn't sound like one, but it's kind of like, that's how you do it. You know, in sequence, you know, you just kind of put everything in, you know, step by step and you just end up with a song. I was like, what? I think this is pretty good. <laughs> and it ended up being it is kind of like a rap, like the cadences of it, a little bit of that. Yeah, it is kind of that. Yeah. You're right. It was a lot of fun writing the songs and, um, yeah. you know, it's it's still fun to write. I love it. And, you know, it's just, uh, you know, we get we get to go all over the place and, and bring our songs to these towns and and um, and hopefully put on a great show for everybody. It's just, it's, it's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we, we'd be here all day if we literally if we talked about <laughs> all, all of your hits. Uh, so I don't want to keep you. But I mean, there's l the last day of my life that was on your greatest hits, you know, going to bring yep. a dozen roses, pour us a glass of wine. Then you did uh, Love is a Beautiful Thing off Prayer of a Common Man. But, oh, yeah. And I love how you the inflection of the voice, the not, instead of just on the page, it looks like love. But when you sing it, it's love. <laughs> I, I love how you draw it out. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a that's a hillbilly thing. That's what we do. <laughs> well, there's I mean, there's been so many albums in Traveling Circus, Noel, American Soul, Stripped Down. Everybody check check them all out. Uh, but uh, we'll we'll let you run. You've been you've been so generous with your time. But yeah, I mean, no, I guess just final seconds. Yeah, like uh, you know, speak to our listeners. Uh, you know, inv invite them on out to to the Birchmere, legendary spot. Well, I'll tell you, if you don't ever, if you've never been to the Birchmere, it's one of the greatest places to see a show. It's a real listening room, and uh, you know, it, it, but it's so fun. It's not like it's a, uh, you know, calm and. But people, they have a blast, and and we get to really talk and and you know and just relate to everyone. You know, it's it's very up close and personal, and I love that that kind of show. I love it's it. a lot of fun. And you sort of hinted at it earlier in the in the interview, but I want to sort of end with this and like in the final seconds, like what did, what do you make of the state of the industry today? Because like you said, like every, I feel like every era has it's like oh well that's not country and that's not country. And my wife and I are partial are partial to the '90s sound, you know. Right. I mean, there are new songs we love, of course, and you know, and more power to all the artists. But I don't know. I guess it just goes in in cycles, doesn't it? You know, the business is cyclical, and it, it that's just part of it. And you know, every once in a while, you'll go what is that, you know, or whatever you, you know, but it's like, you know, you got to give people freedom to do what they do and, and to create. And, you know, I, I will never diss anybody's, I mean, there's some sort some stuff I just, I just don't want to listen to, but you just, you know, you got to give everybody credit for what they do. And, and, uh, you know, they're trying to try to carry the torch their own way, you know, and yeah, just like we did. Yeah. So but whenever you hear a piano in a country song nowadays, we can thank you and and Ronnie Millsap taking it all taking it all the way back. So I really yeah, was... well, I guess Garth had the dance. I see people put piano in. People put piano in. Yeah, no, it's uh it's you know, piano's a, a big instrument. It's never been featured as much, but Ronnie really was really great about that. You know, of course, you know, we you know, like I said, we grew up with the Elton Johns and the Billy Joels and these guys now, man, are are uh are starting to retire, you know, and <laughs> so it's really, man, it's yeah. like, what, who's the next generation of these guys? Um, I'll be interested to see what happens, you know, because I hope it's not the, I hope it's not all beer songs. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah. What is it? The quote, the quote, bro country, uh, you know, which is good. Oh. If you need, an, you need them every now and then for when you pull up in the tailgate outside the show or whatever, but it can't be, <laughs> can't be all that. And some, get some more women on the radio. There's some great female country artists and they never play them nowadays. I feel like, you know, yeah, I think they're starting to break. A few are starting to break out, and and you know, it was always that way. Because I remember when Jody started cutting my songs, and and she's been a friend for years and years, and yeah, and I was just like, man, it's just, it was so hard. But back then, they had Trisha Yearwood yeah. and Shania, and, yeah. and her, and, and there and, were Reba. Uh, there were I feel Reba. like there were a ton that that broke through back then. Terry yeah, Clark, was, Sarah Evans, Martina, Faith. I mean, everybody. I mean that's a I mean that's the truth. That's a murderer's row of artists right there. <laughs> <laughs> that Back is a, baseball. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it was a great bunch and um and you know what they just um it just kind of became about this party thing, you know, and and which is fun. And um but I mean Trisha had some great songs and all the all these girls you named had great yeah. songs. So so I'm sure it like you said it's the cycle and and it will circle back around to the to the girls. I'm sure it will, but you know, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Well, we figure Taylor Swift uh, started in country, and she's the biggest star on the planet. So, I mean, I guess they're, they're, they're I guess some have you can break through. <laughs> yeah, she's done pretty well. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll take it. You know, and 
and she's sweet. She's a, you know, it's just a, you know, I hope, I hope it, it goes well for her. I mean, but it's going, it's, she's doing things that nobody's ever done. So yeah. it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And then you got Casey Musgraves and they're kind of, un, but they're more, she's winning Grammys, but more as like an alt country. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. The state of the industry is interesting right now. And, and, and well, I guess exactly. it's fun to see, see where, where it goes, I guess we, you and I can't predict it. No, you're right about that, man. This is a, uh... You're good. You're no, you're knowledgeable. You, you know, a lot of the, about this stuff. It's truly fun to talk because most don't. <laughs> <laughs> most come on and just talk about the Orioles and that's it. Yeah. Well, but I mean, it's good to have that too, you know, but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. But it's, uh, it's fun to talk about the music and, and, you know, what's changing and, you know, it, it's, it's always evolving and that's part of, you know, the planet. That's what we do. We just follow along and, and uh, you know, some people are innovators, and and um, and some people just kind of aren't. But it's just yeah. you know, it's just part of what we do. It's fun. Yeah. Well, you're one of those innovators. So mm -hmm. check out the innovator Phil Vassar at the Birchmere on October 20th. And go O's. I guess we can tie it all together. Thank God I'm a country boy. Is what they play <laughs> at the seventh That's inning. Right. John Denver. Even though they, I heard they might change that soon. Either way, the world evolves. But anyway, <laughs> go O's <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I know, girls, man. It's so fun. It's it's really cool to see them. I mean, they are having a great year, and I just hope they just keep on rocking, man. Many more, uh, you know, splashes on spraying the fans with the water every time we score. I love, I love seeing Camden Yards. Is I, they just re extended the lease for like another thirty years? So, best oh, wow. in America, baby. It's crazy, man. It's uh, well, you probably went to Memorial Stadium. You were we were before Camden Yards. Of course, I did. I did. I mean, I I remember seeing the Colts play and way uh, back in the old days and. I mean, it, it was, um, I mean, Camden is just great. It's just so much fun. It's, it's a, it's a great stadium and, and, uh, I love it. I can't wait to go back. Maybe go play the piano out on the field. I think Hornsby did that once for the Ripken street game. I'm pretty sure, but, um, yes, he did. Yeah. He's hey, great. Thanks so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. My brother, I really appreciate you having me on and anyway, stay in touch. And if you need anything, just let me know. Sounds good. See you at the Birchmere. Later. See you brother. Thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Our theme music is Scott Buckley's Clarion. Remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.